0: Welcome to the Irish Dan Podcast. It's episode six. We didn't think we'd get past episode one, did we, Lisa Tierney Oh
1: We did it! <laughs> Hooray!
0: <laughs> My name's Aodhan Reardon, and we are overthrowing Trump from a small studio on the north side of Dublin. With thanks to John Casey, who does our buttons to Near FM and to Nearcasts. My name's Aodhan Reardon,
1: and I'm Lisa Tierney
0: and in studio, all the way from America via Inish Ear, we have Caroline Hafey. And let me tell you about Caroline Hafey, who is a founder member of Irish Stand. And we're delighted to have you here, Caroline. You are a di- to- doctoral student. I'm going to say dictator, it's dictator. <laughs> <laughs> dictator. Have you been a dictator, actually? <laughs> doctoral student at English at the University of Massachusetts. But more important, you are alumni committee chair of Ireland House. And you were heavily involved in our Irish Dance shenanigans. In New York in 2017 and 2018, and also in Dublin, uh, this time last year. You're very welcome to the Irish Town Podcast, Caroline.
2: Thanks for having me. It's great to be here.
0: So welcome. we're going to talk all things Trump, America, the um, the nervous breakdown that's happening uh, over in the states, the sense of which one. Which one? Yeah,
2: unclear. Which, which nervous breakdown? <laughs> all of them. Talking the collective like, Trump, Trump right. connective
0: okay, yeah. ne- uh, nervous breakdown, and the um, the the midterms, and the glimmer of hope, and how actually women are are, are the ones that are that are going to make the difference in the end of the day. What is it like living in America at the moment? Because you got out, Lisa, you're gone. You're writing your 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 weekly or monthly articles to the Irish Times, talking about the experience, but you left Caroline behind. I did. <laughs>
1: Sorry, Caroline, <laughs> she's staying in my house tonight. So oh right, yeah, okay. so she's okay. making no, gonna, it up to me that right. way. <laughs> and you can she's bitch all about. <laughs> I'm taking on refugees. Back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, okay.
0: Caroline, talk to us about what what's the atmosphere like in the States at the moment post midterms? Is there a sense of, uh, of the tide turning?
2: Mm, the word I use just right off the bat for America at the moment is just divided. It's completely polarized in one way or other. We saw that over the midterms. Um, just in looking at the results, there wasn't, it didn't seem that there was one election that was really posed in one way or other. They were all necktie um and i think that the way that we're seeing this kind of polarization or um divide between the two parties is is a kind of a moment in and of itself we haven't seen something quite like this certainly not in my lifetime um but probably in quite a while and I'd like to think that it will change um, to, to a more unified uh, country, but I don't see that happening anytime soon.
1: Didn't Massachusetts select its first African American Congresswoman anna
2: Presley. Yes, we did. Tell me more about that. You're oh, from Massachusetts.
0: Yes, yeah, she's from Massachusetts. You're from Massachusetts, yeah. which, ass- and you're from an area which is very Irish.
2: It is. yeah Springfield, Massachusetts. um Also, our Congressman Richie Neal um, is now opposed to have a particularly prominent position um, in prosecuting Trump uh, moving forward because of the way that the um, House flipped to the majority. So that's oh. that's particularly interesting for those of us um, from the western side of the state. But yeah, Ayanna Presley. She's unreal, Um, kind of part of the dream team that we see forming between Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez as well, Um, a new representation of women, and particularly women of color in the government in America at the moment, and young women really kind of taking a step forward and setting the tone for change. Um, Native
0: American women, Mm -hmm. Muslim American women... African American women, it's really a time for women in politics.
2: Yep, Hispanic American women as well, absolutely. Bloody mm. a- 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 time is what it is. Absolutely.
0: Um,
1: tell me this. What do you think is, and I know you and I talk a lot, Cara and I talk about feminism pretty much exclusively. No, yeah. not exclusively. No, we talk about other things. Don't we so. talk about feminism, Lisa? Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. We <laughs> do. We do. Um, but I want we to. We talk know. mostly about the north side, south side. We divide. do. <laughs> he, just doesn't, he just won't come to the south side. He's a sideist. Um, absolutely. Um, so, Caroline, what do you think it is about the, the Why why is there so many young women running now? Like, I have my ideas about why it is. Why do you think they're running and why do you think they're getting elected?
2: Yeah, I mean, I've been thinking a lot actually recently about the kind of the first year of the woman, right? 1992, that we saw this massive um, response, particularly to the Anita Hill hearings with Clarence Thomas. Um, and Can you just
0: expand on that, just for an Irish audience? Who yeah. mightn't be who might that there was uh, accusations of of inappropriate sexual uh, sexual harassment, like sexual very harassment. very explicit. He, he, he was a Supreme Court nominee. He
2: yeah. was so much like we've seen with Brett Kavanaugh recently, but um, in retrospect, I mean, we used to call this kind of one of the most scandalous. Um, periods of looking at the Supreme Court right so this was this huge um everyone in America was glued to the television at the time everyone was watching this um and it was kind of the first time that people started to really pay attention to the Supreme Court nominee here he it was, a- he was it
0: was unusual that he was an African American mm-hmm. Republican nominee to mm-hmm. the Supreme Court yep and Anisha hill came forward and spoke about her experiences of working with him. And she was all. she's also African-American and the divide grew up, I suppose, between the male perspective, possibly and the female perspective in that case. Would that be fair? Also,
1: it's it's important to point out that that Senate committee was headed by Mr. Joe Biden, Mr. Mr. Friendly, Mr. Lovely that we all
2: love and adore. Mm. He was the one that drove that, but also comprised of all white men (gasps) oh my god I'm gonna fall off my chair (laughs) (laughs) so so you had this really kind of fascinating you know you had a a committee of all white men um looking over the Clarence Thomas hearings um and Anita Hill comes forward also a woman of color african-american woman um with a law degree very um well spoken very um kind of measured and controlled in the way that she was presenting um her case I hesitate to use the word case, but her. um, Your experiences. Yeah, her experiences in working with Clara installments. And the thing that, you know, in retrospect, we all kind of say um, really. Just kind of threw her her experiences out the window was when he came forward and said that this is effectively a high-tech lynching and yeah. and he did it through oh. so
0: he played the he played yeah. the race card he did and he, he did it through
2: the media so yeah. that's another kind of parallel that we're seeing at the moment right. as well um it was so a little
0: bit like oj simpson in playing the race card he played the race card he effectively won
2: i mean he did he was like why, why can't you say race card
0: i don't know
2: i'm just questioning of course you can say oh, race card okay you go on can't say race card
0: would you say race card in America?
2: He he played it, yeah, he played yeah, that card. Okay. Um and and he was sworn in and well, he, st- I, I, okay, he still sits I, that, on the card.
0: We are accusing him of playing the race card. That that'll be yeah, no, that would no. be an opinion that he played the race
2: yeah, card. Yeah, no, absolutely. And
1: you know, I think there's you know it's there's no doubt about it. Like he he had enough off- he still had even even as a black black American man he still had more privilege than mm-hmm. Anita Hill Absolutely. Yeah. who was a black American woman right. his, he, uh, on the chain of privilege he is, he is way above her mm-hmm. and, uh, and she got decim- her life was I mean she, she came out of it relatively intact
2: oh I think she came out of it on top I and I think history remembers her well for it I mean at the yeah. time no in, in retrospect yeah. yes but at the time no and we've been really seeing I mean the, par- the parallels between the Kavanaugh hearings and Oh yeah, mm-hmm. the and the Toma- Clarence, yeah the Clarence Thomas um, hearings are quite striking as well. Um, I mean, they share alma maters. Um, Do they? Yeah, I forgot that detail. So, That's grim. So you know, it, it's it's quite it's in like the thing that we have to remember too is these aren't court cases; they're effectively job interviews. Yeah. you mm-hmm. know, so it's like in how many scenarios when you'd have someone presented with this kind of background information about sexual harassment or um, rape allegations you know would you hire them for a position it doesn't matter if they're going to be prosecuted it's just are, do, are they of a position to um serve on the highest and most powerful court in America but
1: hang on a second Kavanaugh was on that it was in that Senate committee he was he was nominated to the Supreme Court by a man so uh, Brett Kavanaugh was accused of rape he was nominated to that to the Supreme Court by a man who has openly admitted to sexually assaulting women yes so the, the the rules have gone out the window. There's no accountability. There's no culpability. Like Trump is, has admitted on tape, like in video that he has like grabbed women by the pussy or like you know and like you just move on them like a bitch or whatever this disgusting stuff that he says.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and we see that rhetoric just being disregarded. You know, it's 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 all it's all become about getting the right man through from the Republican Party. Is,
0: uh, just a matter. Of- Because as long as he believes the right things, this is from the Republican perspective Mm -hmm. and probably the Democratic perspective to a degree as well. um, Because what 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 Trump said in that scenario um, in defending his own uh, voice on tape was that, well, look at Bill Clinton's history. Mm -hmm. But as long as as long as this person's on our side, uh, we can overlook all these Mm -hmm. things. But what you're saying, Carolyn, is that in in reaction to the Anisha Hill Mm -hmm. thing in 1991, there was a a wave of women who came forward for election and got elected in 1992 Absolutely. and there's parallels then in the most recent. Do you think there was an influence of the Brett Kavanaugh thing in the in, in, in the electoral success of women?
2: I think... Um, not just Kavanaugh, but a number yeah, not of, number just of Kavanaugh. different things. I think that, that, yeah, to say just Kavanaugh would be... Another it's, bloody Irish-American, by the way, Kavanaugh, yeah. Jesus.
0: Anyway, go on. But
2: um, <sighs> I think in reaction to Trump absolutely in reaction to 45's election and because I don't like to say his name just 45 just make him a number but um, women coming forward and saying listen like if he's going to say grab him by the pussy I'm going to grab him by the ballot Um, and to oh, move that's forward very that's very clever <laughs> is very,
0: isn't that clever that's mm-hmm. clever I didn't come up with it it's a hashtag no. but yeah, like you know ra- grab him by the ballot forever. grab him by yeah. the
2: ballot grab him by the wallet grab him by the ballot and, and to say like listen I can run you know if, if who who is to say if this guy can get elected who's to say that I can't and I like, yeah. you know and seriously and,
1: seriously right like, he's a two bit huckster from New York like come on
2: well and I think that that's something that women really struggle with is that kind of imposter syndrome I mean across across all fields and across all um Preach. Yeah, across all um, ambition, right? It's to say, oh no, I can't do that. Like I'm not qualified, and it's like, well, listen, like look who we just elected. You Um and so why not? The question, the question became, why not? Why run? Because that was a very clear answer. It just became, what's stopping you from? Why running. not?
1: Yeah. I, but that's always been the um, in, in the kind of systemic oppression of women and the mm-hmm. history of women, and like you know, and then it's different again for women of color. Um, th- there is there is a there is a thing that goes on, which is we are told a narrative, which is mm-hmm. that, like, I don't even know how it happened. It just kind of comes. It creeps in when you're a young girl. Like mm-hmm. there's certain things that you can and can't do, mm-hmm. you know, and that is just that's that's being dismantled. And we're at the beginning of the dismantling mm. and it's really ugly. But when young women like Alexandria Ocasio or T- Cortez, when young women are coming through, and they're saying, yeah, I'm going to go do this like that confidence mm-hmm. is remarkable. And it gives me hope mm-hmm. that we're starting to shed that that conditioning that like there's certain roles that women can do and there's certain roles that men can do. And that's it's frankly bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like imagine Aeon, if somebody said, OK, uh, your daughter can only do this, but she can't do that.
0: Like, oh, good luck. Do you I know mean, what I mean? And I think it really, in the Irish context, the, the Repeal the a campaign had a massive impact on, on Irish men and their, uh, and their view of women. I think it really did. I, I think it actually changed a lot of that things. That we're
1: actually human beings. Well, <laughs>
0: this is it. And that there's nothing, I mean, the way it was described, actually, initially by Alan Shatter, to, to give him some credit, um, was that he used to in the door. And I used this phrase myself in the speech I made recently, that there's absolutely never will there ever be an occasion when a doctor would look me in the eye and say, sorry, I can't intervene to uh to address your medical situation sorry mm. Um, well that could happen or would have happened before we repealed the age amendment in, in, a, in, a, in a female situation because they would have been uh, pregnant I can't s- intervene I, I, because uh, to, to save your life or to eradicate your life. There is not
1: your one situation.
0: And with faced like that, guys do kind of go. Oh, right, okay. I hadn't actually thought of it that way. Um, what we had to do though in, in the Irish context was to introduce gender quotas so that every political party has to have a certain percentage of female candidates or else they lose state funding. Now that was controversial at the time. Lots of candidates. Quotas so are the only
1: thing that works. When it's, we're dealing with it's unconscious the only thing bias. that works
0: when nothing else when yeah. else has when, been when tried. you're dealing with
1: unconscious bias yeah. it's the only thing that works the whole point of unconscious bias is you don't even yeah. know that you're discriminating and
0: we've jumped from 13% representation in the in in the draw of the 22% still in the, after the after last general election still pathetically small but the impact of the, of, a, of a more gender balanced um Parliament has, if you look at Sweden, which is I think about 55 45, it's just you just have better legislation. Yeah, mm-hmm. you better legislation around prostitution, you better legislation around childcare, you better legislation about the whole it's actual um, equality, the gender pay gap. Yeah,
2: and comprehensive, it yeah. addresses it, it looks at other issues that maybe people aren't thinking about. It brings more issues to the forefront of public consciousness than. Are previously, if but, but, but like,
0: if I go back to starter, you asked where it come from? We separate a lot of children at age four in the school system in mm. Ireland. Not a huge amount, but we do. There's about 17 percent of Irish children go through single sex ed at primary school, mm. and about one third of Irish children go to go to second level single sex education. Mm-hmm. Totally disproportionate with the rest of Europe. So we say to a four year old or five year old at this moment in time, you're going to this building and your brother's going to this building. Why? Because you're different. Gender. Because you're different. From your Why gender. it's so important? Yeah. Why is gender yeah. so important? So. It, and that leads to gender stereotypes, gender, you know, uh, restricted subject choice uh, and all the rest of the enough, the high end schools, you know, the private schools, the fee paying schools are, are, are single gender as well. And they're the ones that a lot of middle class parents are dying to get their Listen, kids into.
1: When I was going to school, Blackrock College, the, the boys from Blackrock College would call the girls from um, Sion Hill, Dominican College, which is right beside them, they would call it Pill Hill. There was always these like derogatory comments about the girls that went to Sion Hill. Just I don't and get the reference pill hill hill as in they're all the on the pill as in they're all sluts mm. Jesus. right yeah this really? is what they did yes
0: you see my side bias ha
1: <laughs> <laughs> Belvedere you want to hear some stories about Belvedere my friend no I'm not telling stories um, but anyway well, but I remember my,
0: my brothers so I went to Chanel and Kulak right round the corner from here and not uh, a private school not, no 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 not my brothers and uh, the Mercy College is across the road which is the all girls school and I, I had this image growing up with these kind of almost like mermaid type sirens not if you played basketball against them and <laughs> <just laughs> <slinging> you <laughs> across the board. <laughs> Jesus. I don't have anybody slag off Mercy College in this No, studio. they're deadly.
1: They're some of the best basketball players I ever played against in Mercy College, and they always like had the fear of God in us. Yeah, 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 they were brilliant yeah, well warriors. We will
0: to win against you. Where ma- are those women mount Temp- now? I'd love mount to know. Temple wet behind the ears basketball players. Oh boy! <laughs>
1: oh boy! He doesn't know what he's talking about again. One.
0: <laughs> you were grimacing worse now than you were last week when it came to sitting in an hour and a half of traffic. Anyway, he's very difficult. How do we go off on that tangent? So uh, so uh, you think women are the answer. White women, though is letting us down
2: not yeah, no oh, not white what women. is the
1: story with white women Caroline? White women. come on you're a white woman i don't have a
0: clue but what i will say I is i do. You uh, do, do have a, a clue uh, you no, you're let's, a white woman you do you're you have some insight let's unpack this you're for a second. white woman from massachusetts which probably doesn't help because it's probably it's a lot of white people in massachusetts
1: the... let's unpack this yeah, for a second like, on, why why are what is wrong
0: with white women why they're voting for they're voting for all these they're voting for trump they voted for uh, every really conservative candidate in any circumstance, be they a alleged sex offender or not, they is voting for them.
1: Let me just posit something that um, Margaret Ward said. And Margaret was involved mm. in, Mar- Margaret is Irish American. She's on the podcast a few episodes ago and she talked about um, white Irish Americans that she knew and the reason that these white women were voting for Trump is because they were financially dependent on their husbands, so they needed
2: they needed a man who's going to give them tax cuts. Ah, uh, but you know, so where I do you stand on that. Like but you think I think that doesn't give more. white women or women in general enough credit. Like, you know, I think I think this whole Oh, they voted because of their husbands. They have it kinda, minds. It's, it's a little bit patronizing. It is. It's, it's I yeah. think it's quite patronizing. And
0: all of these are mass generalisations. Right, yeah. we, no, of course. We, we
1: specialise in mass generalisations no, no. here. That's
0: we our we accept that, but there there has to be a, a reason or a dynamic behind yeah. a certain group of people voting predominantly or, um, or disproportionately in like a Like, why, why
1: are we relying on black women to come and, like, quote-unquote,
2: save the day? Like, why? Well, well, that's a whole question about, like, You know, it's not black women's job to save white people. Right. Obviously. But this is the thing. I think it's not just white women. I think white people need to hear more often that we are all a product in America, especially. But we are all a product of a system that privileges us over people of color, period. And we need to be more willing to rescind that privilege in order to elevate yeah. other people that's the
0: problem with equality uh, sorry that's not the problem with equality but that's the challenge of equality agenda is that somebody who is used to having a whole lot of, of privilege and, and rights is going to have to have a little bit less Yeah, and they're going to view that as oppression and, and that they leads do, yeah, to conflict yeah, yeah. And, it's,
2: and it's not <laughs> like, it, I mean like and it's a very simple thing to say but it's like look we all have implicit biases like that's just true we all need to recognize that we all need to face those implicit biases in, and the shame that comes from them as mm. white people and we need to deal with that and it's not people of color it's not their job to help us deal with that it's our job to say you know what this is this is the system that I come from this is the system that I'm a product of I want to be the best kind of ally that I can be and I'm going to try to do that to the best of my ability and so that doesn't mean necessarily um, well basically okay I don't think that people are hearing that enough I don't think that people are processing that enough and I don't think people are white people are um, understanding that in a way that it's not as you say it's not oppression
0: um, but it's, the, it's it's a sense that white people I get the sense that white people feel America is theirs yeah. that people who aren't white are guests I feel like banging my head on the are table are guests and, yeah. uh, and that uh, they now feel under more siege than ever because their their status has been af- has been I, affected.
1: I'm gonna pull my hair out no. here. Like, just, no, I'm, I'm no, no. I just agree with I'm you. Just I'm just so. It uh, just makes me so. No, you it, it makes me so crazy. I know. That, but I want to like, know where the
0: Irish fit into all this in a minute. But anyway, sorry. Yeah.
1: It's Just that, like that. All these white people are in America thinking that it's theirs. I know. When they brought black people over in f- shuttle ships mm-hmm. from Africa. And 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 like, our tr- but just but that's but that's,
0: huge, but, now, but, but that's a huge but that's a huge point though because. Mind. sorry But cursing. that's the thing. Will like, uh, cursor we are. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I it's grand. Well, I mean, it, if if you curse, then it's the responsibility of the of the of the listener to listen to it after nine o'clock. <laughs> is it really? uh, yeah, it is. Yeah, it's okay. in Terms the and conditions.
1: <laughs> anyway, going right, back John, to white
0: people
2: but the thing is, too is I mean, it's always very important to remember that America is a country whose economy flourished through racial oppression, yes, right continues to. and 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 it's not that long ago, and it does continue to, right? so so we we can't discount that that massive influence of how much money and how much um how much land sovereignty plays into the kind of rhetoric that we're seeing at the moment and how everything is just kind of coming to a head. Well, now. So
1: basically, dollar bills, y'all. Yeah. So, but the other thing is shame. You mentioned shame a few mm. seconds ago. That, to me, is what's behind all of this. So, there's never been really a proper acknowledgement of slavery. There certainly no. hasn't been any reparations. And reparations only come after acknowledgement, and acknowledgement uh, comes after. Like dealing with the deep shame, because be- like in front of shame is defensiveness, and that's mostly mm. what we're seeing now. Is like, mm. well, you know, slavery ended a hundred years ago or whenever it was. Like, you know, they need to just get over it. And like, there's no, mm. there's no, like, there's nothing. It's just so surface and it's so defensive, mm-hmm. but it's clearly hiding a deep shame.
2: Mm-hmm. But that's the thing. I mean, any white person's shame is never going to be as bad of an experience as any person of color's oppression, you know, and
1: and that's what we
2: just need to. How do we
1: do that? How do you make and not 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 to make people because I'd never want to shame people. um, But how do we how do we encourage white America or Irish America to look inside themselves and acknowledge what has happened was wrong, that it's not their fault like, they didn't bring people over on, on, on ships, they didn't enslave people, but that it is their responsibility as the descendants of those people to make good, to make reparations,
2: to make this right. I watched a, a short documentary in the New York, it was on the New York Times the other day, um, about um, a museum to slavery that's being established and basically, the organizers of and the founders of this museum are saying, you know, you go to Germany, there are memorials to the Holocaust. People, people are willing to confront mm-hmm. that dark history, right? And they're willing to engage with it in a way that apologizes for it, that owns it, mm-hmm. right? There's an ownership yeah. to that and that can actually work through it and can work through that kind of societal trauma, mm-hmm. America doesn't do that and America mm. hasn't done that yet. So I think it, it it might even just be an issue of and obviously this is hyper simplified, but you know, actually forcing a country to face its past in a way that's productive.
1: So they have to be held accountable. We're Basically we're they nor- see, there needs to be Nuremberg trials but, in
0: yeah, America. Yeah, but but uh, slavery wouldn't matter as much yeah. if, if African Americans felt empowered and included and I mean it's a bit like Ireland to a degree. Why doesn't Catholic oppression in the eighteen hundreds matter? to us because your average Irish Catholic white Irish Catholic kind of runs the place runs Ireland more or less the Irish Catholic male has run Ireland for the last 50 years so you don't have this sort of oppression of emancipation of uh, of Catholics in the 18, 18, 18, also 18 not 19.
1: their children also aren't being shot in the street walking down that's my point that's
0: yeah. my point my point is that where you know uh, when when a when i a c- slavery matters because it's it still clings to the consciousness and it still instills a sense of injustice in your african american who as you say is more likely to be shot by a, by a cop less likely to get a get a good job more likely to have voter oppression than earns the rest less. Of, right mm-hmm. earns less yeah. um Catholic emancipation or the penal laws doesn't matter in Ireland to your average Irish Catholic because it's ancient history. Because I don't feel, you know, that oppression has been lifted and mm-hmm. we feel as if we were running the show. If African Americans felt that they were running the show, it would say it wouldn't matter as much.
2: But Ireland has also engaged with that history head on. There's been yeah, actual conflict
1: to memo- engage with this. There's been actual conflict to engage with it. There's been I'm, I'm to not a conflict, I'm just saying.
2: No, of course, but there's been actual conflict to engage with it. There, I mean, in 2016, the centenary of 1916, and the. the uh, the independence of Ireland has been actively celebrated. I mean, we got sick of celebrating it, you know, for a while there. Um, the the way that Ireland celebrates and engages with history has been presented such that people understand it, their history, right? And they understand how and why it happened. I think. Anyway, correct me if you think I'm wrong. But but it's it's and we
0: haven't got to the difficult stuff yet. But I know I I, I know what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. But
2: you know, you walk around Dublin, you see. Um, you see memorials, you see statues. You people understand. He took down Nelson, but well, he was blown
0: up. <laughs> was he blown up? He was blown up who yeah. who did we take down? Um, we took we moved the 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 Wellington monuments to the Phoenix Park. That was moved.
1: Yeah, why is it in? The and Phoenix Park, the so?
0: Queen Victoria uh, that used to be at the Leinster House is now in Sydney
2: there you go <laughs> so yeah. we shipped it, to yeah, it, we, it. Did.
0: it was we shipped a it, a g- it off to the colonies <laughs> we did
1: did we, we did. Give, give it to a life <laughs> a of gift. transportation uh, I, I, Here, I was in Sydney and I saw it I I gave it to
0: the Irish oh, nation yeah. oh you'd
1: have a great time the weather's lovely that. the koalas are gorgeous
0: off you go but that, but from that comes a kickback of, of sort of um, this, this Trump-inspired white nationalism of retaining Confederate, uh, Confederate statues, which all were lumped up in the 20s and the 60s. It was a reaction to... It, it's Jim Crow laws. Yeah, yeah. they're not yeah. there 150 years. No. You know, it's 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 sort of a claim yeah, to... Yeah,
1: that's the thing. It's so recent. That it actually yeah. makes it worse that they went up more recently and that people are trying 60s. to keep them there. But,
2: but it's know. telling. It's telling. Even mm. though it's worse, it's telling about how yeah. this... Uh, the, the palimpsest of American racism, right? The the layers... of there's a and word.
0: The <laughs> what was that word again?
2: <laughs> palimpsest.
0: Well, that is such an academics word. <laughs> how do you that spell that word? You know, they deliberately it? say that stuff on the radio, right? And you're going, Wow. <laughs> I now can't text her since this program because yeah, I don't know what she's saying. Uh, she's so intelligent, and then everybody starts she using is very that smart. word. He's very, very oh. bright. Um,
2: stop all Stop these. us. Um, okay, <laughs> going back to spell the
0: spell it. Pamfest.
2: Palimpsest.
0: Palimpsest.
2: So the layers, the, the 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 layers that you see, you're,
0: kind you're, of. Lisa, Lisa Co is currently googling the <laughs> word. I, you know, what I'm going to do is sometimes I'm watching Countdown, and Jeez. they have the, and they have the, you know, the the conundrum whatever it is. I'm going to go. What's the word again?
1: <laughs> palimpsest. It's
0: palimpsest. And go, wow, what does that mean? It goes, oh, it's wow.
1: palimpsest. No. <laughs> <laughs> I can't speak. I'm going
0: to get that word trending. I'm going to twi- I'm gonna, gonna hashtag it. Hashtag palimpsest. It's yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. It's great, right? I'm
1: going to say was, this to my husband.
0: Don't yeah, palimpsest. Yeah, yeah. I just use the so. word. I, I, I don't know the etymology I, As soon as it's over, I'm going to go on Twitter and say, the thing about, about, about American slavery is Hashtag. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Palimpsest of history.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. but
2: right, it's the layers. It's the layers that that you know. It's as, as though they're being painted over one after another. Um, and the statues speak to that, right? So the statues are something that came in through Jim Crow. They're not something that came out of um, the Civil War in America. Oh, um, that
1: makes it worse. It just makes it worse. I have friends, not many, but I I know people <laughs> who um, who were genuinely obsessed that the statues were being taken down. And it's why. Well, we don't have a conversation about uh, it because yeah. I can't talk. to I can't reach people like that because they just. They, I, I tried to meet it with compassion, and I what I what I met with is defensiveness, and so I've kind of you know, you know, well, I'm not in that country anymore, but you mm-hmm. know, I've been I've been shut out of some friendships because or some some situations because of I'm a known person who mm-hmm. would who would.
0: Well, there are the people second. who react badly to you know the names of parks being changed from from religious names to, to more pluralist names mm. there, there are people react to it. it's, it's like all this change happening all, all of a sudden mm. there's, I
1: was in Dun today I was outside Argos <laughs> and uh, as you do and I was looking over at St Michael's Hospital and there was a I was like that's great there's a local hospital really close by and there was a massive statue of Mary <laughs> right outside the front door yeah, and I just thought I to know. myself well I know but here's what? the thing are we he... doing with a statue of a of a of a person of a fictional character? Yeah.
0: She wasn't fictional.
1: Well, maybe she was real, but she certainly didn't ascend or do whatever. The like there the wasn't a magical conception. All I'm saying is, why is there a statue of a woman? This of of Mary outside a hospital. Religion has no place in medicine. Religion has no place. Well, okay. in science. But there's
0: the palimpsest. Yeah, there's yeah, the residue. Know, they, you know that <laughs> but, uh, well, there's one beside the talk River and you know why? They, you know why they they have a statue of the Virgin Mary in the on the. Beside the Taka River, uh, right. outside Fagans and John I'll tell you why. Starting because the uh, she, there was a there was a flood there back yeah. in the day. And, and It was Marian the Marian year, year of 1950, whatever you have in mm-hmm. yourself. Anybody called Marian, by the way, is born in 1950, whatever you have in yourself. I don't know <laughs> what the year was possibly 58, and because the houses didn't flood, they, they assumed it was because of the Marian year. Oh, and it for stuck fuck's up. sake, and I, d- <laughs> I think that's interesting, kind of. So if somebody said to me you should take down that statue, I kind of go, that's kind of quirky. Hmm. but it's different that's a hospital it's different that's a hospital medicine has no place
1: religion and your belief your little believies have no place in science and my body
0: anyway we're not getting into that I agree (laughs) I agree but why are why are Irish Americans part of the problem when they were once part of the, the the great oppressed this w- is
2: the question kind of of Irish stand, right? This is why yeah. Irish stand. This, this was the why question are Mar- Why are, not not Irish only Irish,
0: Irish Not only are white women the problem, Caroline, yeah, but sorry. why are Irish-American women <laughs> <laughs> in general the problem? So you're the problem, Caroline, so go on. Yeah, no,
2: on behalf of the problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean. Why this- have we not got any wine? <laughs>
1: sorry, go ahead.
0: Right here now. It's 10 to 4 of a Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're now living on the south side. Shh, but <laughs> don't tell <anyone. laughs>
2: Go ahead, Caroline. Tell us why. Tell us how to fix the problem. Oh, I have no idea how to fix it, but I do think part of fixing it comes with understanding the history of immigration, understanding the history of how Irish America formed. Because, I mean, one of the things that I... I feel is really important is that um, and you know no offense guys but Irish people love to come to America and tell Irish Americans how to be Irish. But that's exactly and, what that's that, that our no, that role. No, no, that's our role. No,
1: listen, I want to hear this. I actually want to hear this because I have something ridiculous to tell you in a second. Go ahead.
2: And vice versa, Irish Americans love to come to Ireland until Irish people how to be Irish, right? So there's there are well, these.
0: That's out but it's true you know
2: irish americans come over there yeah like, oh. stop doing that <laughs> they're like oh i want to see the sheep i want to hear a couple fuckle." you know like i want to do like in fairness now most of them wouldn't know what couple means well, but i see what you're saying right. yeah, yeah. yeah go on but you know like i i'm there's this kind of uh, really outdated um and very marketed image of ireland that gets Really, it just never died in America, and it's a product of you know Irish tourism uh, from the '50s. But it's this be this this marketed and um, tangible way to engage with your history and with your heritage, right? Um, and so people are perfectly fine to come over here and and get a little taste of it, but without actually really engaging with. Ireland's history and Ireland's history of immigration, and 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 they take it away as a look at what have look at all that we have suffered through, and look at what we pulled ourselves up by our bootstraps, and we've oh. like made ourselves into the America that we are today. Well,
0: so, so why can't the African Americans just do the same, basically? Right. Well, well okay. right. So, so we made um, we made something of ourselves, and these people are just complaining.
2: Right. And I mean, a big underlying issue here is, well, you know, Irish immigrants were white, and they could pass as wasps. <laughs> you know, like I mean, I shouldn't say that on the air, but they could pass as non-white.
0: Should- um, white Anglo-Saxon Saxon Protestants. Protestants, yeah,
2: yeah. So they could pass yeah, it's the color
1: line. They re, they, yeah. they hit America and they're like, all right, well, we we figured out a pretty quick way to like jump jump up the privilege yeah. chain. So mm-hmm. let's do that. Absolutely.
2: It was
0: just the P bit and probably the red ra- the red hair, which was a bit of a thing yeah. we had to get over. Yeah. John's laughing again. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, John has a, a hint of red hair there, in his um, yeah. Anyway,
2: um, and so again it comes down to this in my opinion anyway it comes down to the the legislated racial oppression in America and how people and how Irish people Irish immigrants were able to navigate around that
0: so if you want to get on it just, it just be white it bit, seems
2: to be working for a lot of people like in the 1800s yeah.
0: if you want to get on in Ireland just speak English
2: and, and turn on the people who are also being oppressed humans are so no it's you know, true it's so true I think moved
0: about... on white women being the problem to Irish Americans <laughs> being the problem to humans
1: I just, you know, I OK, know, I'm going to go back to the Irish America. Weapons, yeah, so true. um, I, I listen to the Blind Boy podcast mm. uh, a lot and it's kind of like eased me into my transition into <laughs> Ireland. And I, he, he posted something on Twitter the other day about uh, it was a video of Macklemore, who I only know in my periphery is it peripheral or periphery. Whatever. Peripheral. Peripheral, Peripheral vision. vision. He's just like kind of. I've heard him in the ether. I don't know, like, has he been. Has he? Has he's, he's, he's not. He doesn't look like a nice individual. But he had a, <laughs> a video. It was a video of him singing a song about Ireland and being Irish and like marching down. In the video, he's marching like he's got a vest on. With a flag. With a flag. Yeah, a and like in a pub, like, lift, everybody lift your glasses and spill yeah. your whiskey and all this kind of shit. And I just thought. There we go. That's Irish America right there. That's exactly yeah. what but that's how we market ourselves. That's what the American or European
0: Aren't we the leader crack? comes to Ireland. Mm. We, we stick them in the pub and put a pint yeah. in their hands. Yeah, but
1: you know what? Yeah. Th- you're, no, that's true. And but like we're, we're not know, exactly going to market, market our trauma, are we? We're like, we're, we're actually a very traumatized nation and uh, we're very sad. And, you know, we have really high suicide rates. But come over and have a pint. We'll have a <laughs> <the> crack. <laughs> sure, it'll be grand.
0: So so <laughs> how do we how do we inform Irish America of the hypocrisy? Of supporting mm-hmm. anti-immigrants policies, anti-immigrant politicians to re-engage with their own identity in in a real way, and be more immigrant than white.
2: Jeez, you're asking all the hard questions of yeah. me now. Like, Carlin, uh, <laughs> you're the you're the nuts and bolts of this. Uh, oh, <laughs>
0: you're our only hope, Carolyn. <laughs>
2: We're doomed. <laughs> no, um, I think.
0: I mean, you're a famine Irish, for God's sake, aren't you? <laughs> no, seriously like no, you, yeah. your family left ours stuck around you know yeah i mean that's the i have a f- friend who feels strongly about this is that the people in ireland weren't the ones who were most affected by the famine the people in ireland are the ones mm. who survived it the ones who were really affected yeah, by the it ones who the ones who, who left or, yeah. or you know i've been in america and, and britain since the 1840s well
2: and you know that you raise an interesting point like just in my own family line like my my life and my politics and my entire being could be very different um in the sense that, yeah, my my ancestors would have come over during the famine and they fought in the Civil War on the Union side. Um, And, you know, what if they had gone to the South? Um, Mm, I'd have a very different history. Um, So, I'm, you know, there's a certain pride that my family was, quote-unquote, on the right side of history. But at the end of the day, you joined the army when you're off a coffin ship to get a meal, you know? Um, and it it had nothing like they didn't care about politics really they just cared about same sustainability the, the yeah see
0: forty thousand Irish who fought in World War One yeah yeah exactly um, yeah. and
2: so so that's that's kind of a fascinating thought too of you know how how did how does just geography um, with immigration impact future generations of of politics and of heritage um, to to kind of attempt to answer the question of how do we get Irish America to engage with with a more authentic Ireland. Um, I always kind of think that I wish um, travel was more accessible in America. Um, I've always noticed, you know, in all the years that I've been coming over here, um, Irish young people are encouraged to leave mm. and are encouraged to travel Europe and are encouraged to, or the world really, um, and just see something outside of Ireland. America's not. Um, love it or leave it, baby. Yeah, and Ameri- Well, and part of it is like America is so big. You know, you can travel yeah, massive distances and just see another part of the country. Yeah. Um, but I wish that there was this the idea of crossing the Atlantic or crossing the Pacific or crossing out of American territory, quote unquote, um, was a more common kind of expectation and f- and a huge part of that is the financial accessibility, accessibility of it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So I would love you know. I love if there were more um, ways to get young people out and to experience the world globally and to experience different cultures um, in a way that's not just come over for a week and we'll give you a pint and we'll, you'll see the sheep. Yeah, you know what I no, mean. Absolutely, okay.
1: I, that's a really, really good point. I it, I think it would be remiss of us to um to, to be talking about immigration and not talk about the fact that not even as late as like as the polls had closed. And Trump stopped talking about the caravans, and this week, what are we like a week and a half out? He's pulled back the troops, the five thousand nine hundred troops or whatever it was yeah, that, yeah, that he yeah. sent down to the border yeah. to protect us from protect America from the invasion. They're already being pulled back, and I was reading today that one of the one of the officers in charge of it was like, yeah, the, they really don't have anything to do. They'll be back by Christmas. Like it was totally a hundred percent a publicity stunt, mm-hmm. and it worked. Yeah, yeah. He mm-hmm. actually used. Military forces, like he used, like human bodies as toy soldiers in a in like but in a, a political boy, stunt. Sure he,
0: does, he doesn't visit the abroad. He doesn't he, give a shit. He he oh, his, his and the, and he criticizes them uh, very personally if they criticize him. Caroline, we're coming to the end of of our allotted uh, time, and um, there's a million other things we could talk about. 2020 and presidential hopefuls from the Democratic mm. side, and that's a big one. We've had names, when we've ha- we've had our friend, um Joe Biden. Joe Biden mentioned a few times sorry and then I had a blank there Sherrod Brown this is the name has come up recently uh, people have mentioned better work um is there somebody who has come to the fore since the midterms because that's what Larry Donnelly was saying wait to the midterms who is a, is a possibility or is the it the case like. is the case that things are so divisive in the states that if it's not a white man who's a candidate for for the Democrats they don't have as big a chance. And I say that, and lots of people disagree with me because African American women need somebody to vote for.
2: Mm. Yes, well, we all need someone to vote for That's who true. is going to represent people of color in America um, properly. Mm. <laughs> um, I well, so I've been getting this question a lot actually lately, and what I've kind of come to point out is, um, if you look at the the polls from two thousand and six midterms. Um, you can look at the the list of hopefuls um, and there's one key name missing from that list Barack Obama so I think it's a bit too early to tell yeah Um, but I think Beto O'Rourke is a real serious contender if he nearly flipped Texas blue I think there's a lot he could do for the country Um, and I'm actually you know part of part of the swing that we saw when he lost in the midterms was oh god he could run you know he could run for president um and that's i think there's something exciting about better o'rourke um another irish american maybe yeah, on the good yeah, side right, right yeah, um, yeah. but i think he could rally a lot of groups behind him um that at the moment are quite divided mm. and Sherrod um,
0: brown the ohio is that a good shout you know irish i don't know too. and
2: i'm and i'm like perfectly happy saying i don't know <laughs> um, yeah. i think it's i do think it's too early to tell um and, but I, I think it, a lot will come from the whole ticket package, is what yeah. I think. You know, like, it it's not just going to be one person. I think it's got to be two people who are, you know, not a McCain-Palin situation, are not, you know, are two people who are really going to drive home on a lot of issues that are important to Americans right now. And, you know, that doesn't mean, you know, I keep saying America is so divided, but there are a lot of people who as we know in in 2016 who would have voted for bernie sanders who voted for trump you know th- there's a, there's Anti- this huge yeah there's this huge um, desire to see something new and to see something exciting and to see some a, a person represent this country who i mean stays in the news whether it's positive or negative um, so I'll be curious to see what happens moving forward but um, I'd like to say I'm, I'm hopeful Oh, <laughs>
1: crossing all fingers and, and if yeah. not I'm coming over here So yeah. <laughs> we should just move over here and she'll move to the south side maybe and Karen
0: should run for election I
1: think she should I think
0: she should too she's too young We can come up. <laughs> <laughs> see she hasn't denied it she hasn't denied that's it, it.
1: That's she that's hasn't denial ruled denial. it out that's she hasn't ruled it out she hasn't ruled it out on the dial okay so um, everybody thank you for listening whoever you are if there's anybody out there just say hello <laughs> Um, if you could share the podcast, if you could rate the podcast, just or like even leave a review or just a like, nice one, please. A nice one. Most you? of them are nice. Most of them, Are they? Yeah, we're
0: 4.5 average. We? Hey, oh. look at that. Yes. thanks for being
1: sound, everybody. And please tell more people. And um, if you would like us to talk about anything in this podcast, just at me at LisaTK. TK. Um, thank you very much Caroline Hayfee for coming in it's a delight to have you here thanks much for having me thank you Aeon thank you John thank you to Near FM and to Nearcast and we will see you all next week who knows what will happen between now and then what fresh hell will be upon us (laughs) at that point (laughs) see you